Welcome to the Gore and More Podcast with your host TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. We have such sights to tell you. everybody and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and joining me today is Carl Winery from Jason Rising. Thanks for having me on, TJ. You're the best. You're the best, man. Uh, what'd you call me? The sexiest voice in horror, I think? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> the quote. You're up against uh, Vincente? Yes. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Sexiest voice. <laughs> Smooth white chocolate coming for you, baby. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, how was your week, man? Oh, dude, it's been great. Uh, I think I was just telling you right before this thing kicked off uh, Saturday, we were shooting, uh, Freddie and I were shooting a music video out in a historic barn on the coast in Oregon. So it's from the early 1900s and uh, epic location. It's gorgeous. But we were basically, uh, I described it as rolling around in rat poop all day. It was not actually rolling around, but it was just rat poop and owl pellets everywhere. Yes. So it's either uh, you're stepping rat poop, or you're crunching on uh, mouse skeletons. Brutal. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't do anything this week. Uh, kind of prepping for the new podcast that were announced Thursday and Friday. And we recorded the first episode of Jerk the Curtain on Saturday, released it on Sunday. And that is up now on Spotify, Google Play, pending iTunes approval and on dobackdiscussion.net. And let's time to shill the network. Speaking of podcasts, we have a podcast network featuring great podcasts such as the Dubak Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news theories and reviews, the Hall of Heroes Podcast, your source for comic book news theories and reviews, the Gore and More Podcast, which you are listening to right now, the Rabbit Hole Podcast, where each week myself and Mick Strawn venture down the proverbial rabbit hole, the proverbial, proverbial rabbit hole about some random fucking topic, and the Jerk the Curtain Podcast, your premier wrestling podcast for all retro throaty back, throaty back, throwback match reviews and promos. And visit dobackdiscussion.net, your source for everything fandom and newly launched Dubak Sports. Find all your sports related news up on that shit. But anyway, before we get to the interview, a message from our sponsors. Gormore is brought to you in part by A New Kind of Fear Customs. Friday the 13th inspired custom gaming controllers, hockey masks, action figures, and more. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and at anewkindoffear.com. Do you like photography on Friday the 13th? Then check out 13 Gallows Lane. You can find them on Facebook at Gallo Goes to Hell, Twitter and Instagram at 13 Gallows Lane, and on Patreon at Emily Helene. Warning, some content not safe for work. Do you like horror movies, collecting, and enamel pins? Then check out Creative Terror Pins. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram and at creativeterrorpins.com. So, first question, Carl. Has Film and Jason yeah. Rising been different from other things you have done in your career? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'd say these days I primarily shoot music videos. I got started doing short films and documenting stuff for uh, my bands, but the last like four years have been hating it super hard with music videos. Um, I have done uh, quite a few short films before, whether uh, I was filming or um, other parts of the crew. Worked on a previous short film um, uh, like two years ago, but you know, music videos is my main thing. 
And I also, we haven't done that much with this awesome practical effect. So we have uh, Christina Cordum on board and you can see that you can see her makeup work on Pam Voorhees in the trailer. Yes. Just incredible. We've also redesigned Pam a little bit since the trailer. So she's a little bit more zombie-ish, um, more decayed. Yes. And just, I mean, there's a spine that we didn't show in the first trailer. Uh, it looks Ooh. incredible. There's going to be some new stuff in the movie that'll be uh, kind of a surprise too, but Pam's concerned, but it's, so amazing and you know we've had some pretty cool effects work before or like blood stuff and music videos but this is just an entirely different level as it should Super, be yeah what are your thoughts and feelings on working with an iconic character like jason Voorhees? it's a sense of awe um you know i've loved the character since i was a kid and i'm sure you know i'm sure most of the people listening have too so i've got a lot of respect for all the iterations of jason and i know each film is a special place in someone's heart so it's one of those things that you just kind of hold dear and you don't want to screw with it in a bad way. So it's I mean, from a fan's point of view, you know, this franchise means a lot to myself and everyone else on the team. And it's one of those things where I think you can add to it in a right way. Um, and, you know, you just you don't want to shit on it. Okay. We're doing exactly what I said. We're adding to it in a good way. And it's just uh, I don't know. I feel really excited that people have put this much trust and uh, faith in us. Yeah, you guys hit your goal and then some now, right? Hopefully we'll get a little bit more. You know, we were working on a high level budget yesterday and for, you know, money goes fast on this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we have a really good story. We have enough money to cover that. Um, uh, The more we get, the easier it'll go. Excellent. What influenced the darker tone of Jason Rising and your work? I've always been fascinated with and attracted to the darker side of things. Uh, I'm a fan of metal music. Um, <laughs> I wear bright clothing. You'll never see me doing an 80s throwback thing. Um, I don't chase trends and outfits. Uh, I, most people say I dress pretty boring. It's typically a black t-shirt and blue jeans. Always dressed like that since, you know, as soon as I was a kid and I was able to, it's just like, nope, we're not screwing around. Uh, you know, I've always liked horror films. Um, sometimes camp is good, but in regards to Jason Rising, we're not going for campy. We're definitely going for more of a horror film. Um, if you see my music video work, most of those typically tend to be darker themed. Um, I have done some uh, lighter stuff for pop artists or rap people who weren't going for, uh, you know, they're going for a different sort of vibe. And I'm happy to do that. But the things that I like that I get excited on, definitely excited of things and or darker. Um, you know, life is not all rainbow and sunshine. And, you know, one of my favorite bands ever growing up was Slayer. And people yeah. would, were always asking, like, why do you listen to that? And, I'm, you know, it's just what makes me happy. Yeah. What has your been? Ex- wow, fuck! I stroked out. What has your experience on the set of Jason Rising been so far? Uh, it's been incredible. So James is just amazing to work with. He really is, and he and I have been friends for a couple years. And uh, one of the other people that I tossed around his name earlier, his name's Freddie Heath. He's a big friend or good friend of mine for for a long time. He actually helped get me into film work back in the day. Um, we were doing the like seventy two hour film festivals. So the I would say the core of this started with uh, James, myself, and Dan. And I'd say we've been working on it for about three years between script writing. Uh, getting the costuming right for uh, Jason and the movements. Like we've done outward, just making sure we had Jason move like we wanted to. The costume felt right. Um, we made a lot of changes along the way. So Dan is incredible to work with too. He's just such a nice dude and he, he can get so intimidating when he wants to. So it's really fun to watch that switch from, Hey, I'm Dan. I'm really nice. We're hanging out, shooting the shit and we're rolling camera and Holy crap. He's uh, choking the life out of someone. <laughs> and then kind of magical. You see it and you're like, Oh wow. Like, 
this is it. This is this is working. And the first time we hit record, uh, when we were doing the sheets for the trailer, I was like, all right, I have a good feeling about this. We're, we're this is going to be awesome. And then the rest of the cast is, uh, you know, we really tried hard to get people that we thought would that cared that people that can um, just naturally. And we have just such a good crew and and cast. Like they're amazing actors. We got people who do this all the time so it's not somebody and not that not to knock anybody who does like cosplay or anything like that but it's not just somebody who puts on a costume uh it's it's somebody that spends a lot of time doing different roles and i, I hope my hope is that this will um, um the pack on some of the other fan films as well speaking of fan films what will make jason rising stand out amongst so many other friday the 13th fan films that was a great lead-in <clears throat> so Great actors. Um, you know, we have a couple that have not made it in the trailers yet that I think people are really going to like and dig. Um, peace. So you don't see her come up very often. Uh, we are not just having her head in this. She is actually back from the dead as a zombie and she does some of her own killing. Really going to dig it. Um, we have a really good story too. So one of the things that we wanted to do is we want to make sure that the movie itself even without the Friday the 13th part was good and exciting. And then when you add that in, it just add it in on top. But like if the movie itself should stand alone. The Friday the 13th elements should uh, elevate it, which it does. And we're going for the best stories, the best story that we can. We're not chasing alumni to cast good actors, rely on the story, make sure people get, um, uh, we want the kills to be amazing. And I don't know. I I think we've got that right recipe. Awesome. I think you do, too. I'm very optimistic for this film. And what I've seen so far has thoroughly impressed me. Uh, you. What has your experience been like working with Vincent DeSanti? And it's been it's been great. So first off, like you, he's got a great voice. So when he's talking, <laughs> just uh and easy but he is a fountain of knowledge uh so you know he kind of he led the pack on the fan films yes. so not only did he kind of trailblaze on how to structure the indiegogo campaigns uh and also his his fan film is just amazing so never hike alone to me is actually better than some of the actual franchise movies um you know it's just such a great movie and the thing is i didn't know him when i watched it the first time i just i watched it it was like a it's like 50 minutes, like one guy versus Jason. It's like, how the hell are they going to make this entertaining? And it was great. And I watched it with my wife. And at the end, we were both like, wow, that was really good. Sure. And she and I had just done another run of watching a bunch of the all the Friday the 13th movies again, just to make sure I'd seen all of them. And they were all recent. Or, you know, I'd seen them all recently. And I was like, yeah, this definitely, definitely is better than some of them. And he has been just so open and sharing. Even when he first uh, released the trailer, you know, he reached out and started chatting with us. And he's just been such a great guy. We've learned so much from him. And then now that he's joined the team, producer and a co-writer, I mean, it's just gotten better. He's, he's, I cannot speak highly enough of him. And he takes feedback too. So there's some ideas that he had that we said, eh, you know, we were leaning more this way. And so he's been super receptive. Um, he is the reason we're at the spot that we're in for the budget, um, single-handedly. No, I cannot sing his praises enough right now. Yeah, Vince is a very, very, very great guy. What are some things you'd like to accomplish with this film? 
Um, I always like to say, whenever this question comes up, uh, world domination. Yes. <laughs> uh, really, I want to make a great Friday the 13th movie. Um, my hope is that it stands up to any other film from the series and, you know, that people really enjoy it. Now, that said, I know people tend to like either the earlier films or the later films. Um in an interesting spot where I think we can get people from both camps and uh, I think they're going to dig it. So also, you know, I'll analyze the campaign fundraising, um, which most of the planning is done, uh, filming, editing and release it. So it's just, you know, making sure all those next couple pieces line up and that we just knock it out of the park on every step. Yeah, for sure. I have one question that's off the docket. Are there still VHSs available? Oh, uh, that is a great question. I believe so. Let me refresh the Indiegogo page. Come on, come on, come on. Not very many left, but there are some. Do you hear that, everybody? VHSs are available. So what other projects have you worked on besides Mention? So I run a music video company called Hot Carl Productions. Um, and it's myself and uh, Freddie Heath. And... We have we just shoot music videos all the time for artists in the Northwest. Um, I've also flown down to Vegas and done music videos down there. People have flown in from California, um, rock or uh, metal or kind of harder rap. Um, tend to stay away from the poppy stuff. Just like the earlier question, it's more fun to when there's blood or uh, other fun things involved. Um, metal band so uh Venercy and ligature marks and ligature marks we have a jason rising theme music video for a song called talisman so you can watch uh if you watch that you see some footage that didn't make it to the trailers so there's a couple little extra things in there if you have uh, eagle eyes you know we're freddie and i are doing short films james and i have done short films together and we're just always shooting uh i worked with the haunted house last year we did a promo for the haunted house and then they did a uh, burlesque show and that was a really fun promo video i'll have to send you a link to that Ooh, yeah what does friday the 13th mean to you uh that's a good question um it was i'd say as far as horror films for my childhood and part of it, I think, is the look of Jason is just iconic. Um, a hockey mask got evolved. It, it was just that figure of like force and nature. Um, you know, I always liked a lot of the other movies too. I was never quite as big into Halloween, even though uh, Michael Myers on paper looks good. Uh, Jason to me was always just better. Um, and uh, critters and stuff like that, but. I would kind of say Jason in Friday the 13th was uh, my childhood as far as it came for horror movies. Now he can't be stopped. There's that kind of mystery around what actually will kill, what, what will it take to kill him um, or, or finally put him down, I guess. Who's your favorite Jason and why? Yeah, that's a great one too. Uh, it's hard to answer because Ted White is incredible. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. I think that there's something to admire from every single one of them. Part two is actually one of my favorites because that's one of the ones where 
the mom's head on that shrine freaked me out for years. That was yes. one of the most iconic, iconic memories for me. Uh, we're going back and rewatching everything again. I love Derek Myers, our mirrors. I really like the remake. It was uh, some of the, some of the questionable decisions in there for sure, but just some brutal stuff you haven't seen before. And you know, going back and like I said, rewatching them all again recently, it's like yeah, they all did something that I thought was everyone added in a good way to the franchise. Some of the stories were better than others, but everybody playing Jason uh, really brought their A game. Awesome. Who is your favorite final girl from the franchise? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have one. I definitely like some of the people who died more than some of the final girls. And that's not, <laughs> not the final girl. No, that's not what stuck with me. And I decided uh, I was not going to try to memorize anybody's names that I didn't care already about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, who is your favorite? What is your favorite Jason Voorhees kill? Another one where you can't just pick. Uh, Top three. So, I I don't know if I have them in exact order, but let me let me tell you a couple of my favorites. Okay. So, I'll start with the remake because I know that the remake pisses a lot of people off. So, this pissing people off. Roast was fucking incredible. That was brutal. And then I also really liked the wounding where he used the kid as bait. Yes. So he's calling for his friends for help. That's one of my favorite things. And that's where I'm, I'm watching that. And I'm like, how the hell can people not dig this? Yeah, there's some shit wrong with it. They rely too much on nudity uh, to like kind of sell it. But like, man, they, they did some really good stuff. With the sleeping bag as well. Uh, iconic. That pounded on the tree. It's funny to watch the extended clips. Uh, you know, that's just brutal. In the first one, some... Oh, the the bed folding up and folding the guy's legs behind his back where it yes. touches his head. Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about the franchise is just there's so many good kills. That's for sure. A lot of the creativity happens and I just I love it. It's like, yeah, OK, it's another story of dumb kids doing dumb shit and they die dirty along the way when I'm watching them die. That makes you just love the movies being <laughs> the Friday the 13th stories are in the kills. Um, you know, a lot of the early movies were just kind of the same thing. Kids getting killed in, at camp. But uh, the movies separate themselves with the kills and where they where Jason starts and ends. For sure. What are your feelings on the current state of Friday the 13th fandom? I don't know if there's another franchise that has this much power and that much fandom. It's overwhelmingly incredible. Uh, the fact that the fans themselves have funded so many fan films. So just how it shows just how important the franchise is to people. Pack alone kicked it off, but then you have uh, all the other ones that are going on, and every every day it feels like there's a new one popping up. So the fact that the fans are throwing out that much money shows really uh, just how much love they have for Friday the Thirteenth. And you know, there's like a five percent or maybe three percent neck beard. Jason doesn't run, you suck type of people. Um, <laughs> just as a fuck you, uh, we're gonna have Jason uh, going up killing spree during a marathon. Jeez. It's hilarious because, uh, you know, I, there's one of my favorite things about this so far is I, I had not tapped into the uh, Friday 13 community before we started this. Uh-huh. And I've met so many awesome people. So, this, you know, for for every person as rad as you have, and we chat, I feel like we chat a decent chunk. Uh, yeah. You know, there's like another couple people that's like, you just you message here and there, you start running into in the groups. And I, I don't know, man, like, it's just so cool. 
cool. It's neat how it's one of my, it has one of my favorite things uh, that music does. Music can connect people across all sorts of different spectrums. Mm -hmm. So you could be young, you could be old, you could have opposite view on politics, but God damn, that song's amazing. Well, in this case, it's Friday the 13th. And I, I just, I love that stuff. That's the, that's the stuff I live for. Hell yeah, man. Unity and community. Uh, okay. what we want, but thank you for coming on the Gore More podcast. This was absolutely wonderful. Have an old Carl on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my voice sounds amazing when we heard it back. Uh, that's <laughs> fun from rolling around a rat poop in that barn. My, uh, allergies are still killing me. It's okay. I'll clean you up in post and you'll sound even sexier. Dad, uh, add some bass to it. <laughs> a little Take bit. away the, the nasal from my nose being clog clogged. <laughs> I'll put a, I'll put a warning in the in the description of the episode. <laughs> no one's gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all for listening to another episode of the Gormore Podcast. This is your host TJ Bowser signing off.